podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. G'day, my name's James and welcome to another episode of the Oz F1 show, our first race review episode for the 2021 season. And I tell you what, I'm joined by two bloody handsome human beings oh. and unfortunately it's not a mirror. <laughs> it's the two boys, Where's my the other friends one? and yours. <laughs> Tommy the other one? This guy's been panel beaten. Steal my joke. Sick. <laughs> Love that. We're off to a great start for season great three. Start. This is good. Boys, this is actually a race that we were, I mean, firstly, we're up. This It's 20 past four in the morning as we record this, so that's commitment. an exciting thing. The commitment is real here on the Oz F1 show, but it was exciting all the way to the end. Podcast of the people. That's why we're up at 4.30. I'll give you that. The podcast of the people. <laughs> as you were an RM rugby shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and your Uggs that you've got uh, on the table Uggs. as well. I'm comfortable around you. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about you, of course. Uh, uh, but Tommy T, we, our first race of the year, it's pretty bloody good, the fact that Max Verstappen was fighting all the way to the end. Shattered he couldn't get it done. Yeah. We, were, we were yelling and screaming inside the factory recording yeah. and watching together. He um, did get it done. He had to give it back. Yeah. We, we, we'll talk about it later, but he could have done it a different way. But great to see. Great to see some fighting early in the season. Yep. Campy. Oh, well, I'm, that's just not a one-horse race this year. It's not between Thank Lewis goodness. and Belgery. Yeah. We've genuinely got some uh, competition up the front with Max and Perez drove great to recovery drive, having that. That incident on his uh, on the out on the warm up lap on the out lap. Uh, I think it was his batteries that. Did I think something. it was a steering wheel or something. Just something anyway, they figured it out. He had a great recovery drive. Um, he was out of sync because he pitted really early as well. Um, yeah. I think he wanted to try and do a one stop, but that didn't work yeah, out. But brilliant drive from both both Red Bull guys. But all credit to Mercedes. So. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen a race like that in a long time Toto, without an incident happening. Towards the back yes. end of the race for something to happen. That's yeah. very true. And Toto genuinely looked happy, like he was oh. doing these ones at the back of the, the garage. And I haven't seen him happy oh. like that. Like going, oh, I'm surprised that we actually got up for yep. a very long time, which is very, very cool to see. Mm. Um, before we talk more about Formula One, Campy, talk to us about our absolute superstar Aussie Oscar Piastri in Formula Two. Oh well, what a debut weekend for <laughs> for F2 for this guy. He is the real deal. He, he stepped in, stepped up from F3, won the championship last year. And what he had to do this year is he had to prove himself in his first year. And boy, did he do that. Um, first race, he uh, he went off in the first lap and dropped about six positions back, but caught his way back to fourth, was right in the mix with the podium guys. Just unfortunately, he was just a bit far back. Race two got the win in an incident, uh, incident-filled race. And, um, yeah, just drove with composure. He managed the tyres really well, and that's what everyone talks about in F2 is managing the tyres. It's yep. specifically in the desert. They had track temps of 49 and 49 degrees, and um, capacity for these guys to burn rubber really easily without managing them. He showed poise like you've never seen. Now, the third race, the feature <laughs> race, yeah. he was bang on to win this. Started seventh by about lap six. Uh, lap six. Oh, sorry, lap sixteen, fourteen or so. He'd got he'd gotten the lead, and he was cruising. Uh, there was an incident where someone went off because their fire extinguisher blew up, which caused a chain of events. For so unlucky. He basically came out after the safety car in second, but he was on the wrong strategy. Then he was on the uh, hard tire. 
And everyone else that was on that strategy was in tenth way back. But for him to um to hold off like he did for two laps and still be on the podium, and then have been it because he was just going for it. Like I don't mind when people when people make mistakes when they're hundred percent going for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, he got a DNF, but he is a class. From what I saw in every race, he is a class above everybody else, and odd, he's odds on to win the yeah. championship for me. To, to be. Three races in this early in the season and already dominating. He's just come up from the Formula 3 into two and he's already doing really well. He was the championship leader for a point there when he was coming in second or third and he he obviously DNF, so he didn't, but the last standings, he was already there. It's his first weekend. It's unbelievable. As Campy said, having a debut like that really... In my mind, if he can tie that up for the rest of the season, boys, oh. there would be no reason oh. that he wouldn't jump into that Alpine alongside Fernando Alonso next year. You yeah, heard, well, you heard uh, it here first. Well, he'll jump. Guan Yu Zhou won that second, uh, that feature race, race three. But Piastri was so far in front of everyone, chain yeah. events, it's motorsport, it happens. But he will be in my opinion, Renault's number one pick yes. after this weekend. Yep, big time. Um, if he's not, I'd be shocked at oh. the French's stupidity. <laughs> Would you be shocked? It does happen. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. But, I think uh, that's a legit thing. I think Ocon's given up. So anyway, I think that seat could be his next year, which is exciting for us. Yeah, it is good. And, yeah. It is good. But also for me, look, I've said plenty of times last year, if you're new to the Oz F1 show, I'm not a massive fan of new talent coming in just because they're young doesn't mean they've got talent. Even DC said that on a podcast very recently as well. But if they're there and they're fast, fantastic. We've seen Yuki Tsunoda this weekend have an absolute flyer of a practice and qualifying session. Uh, You know, really, I mean, the guy's really, really short, so that's funny to begin with. But he's really well respected straight out of the bat. Uh, And he will be the best rookie because he's just lucky enough to be in that AlphaTauri for the year. But my point is, he's someone who won Japanese Formula 4 Goes into F3, does a stunning job. Next year goes into F2, does a stunning job. Now in F1. Yep. You know, the path is set before them and Renault haven't had that that star yet in, yep. in someone like Oscar. So that's fantastic. We're really keen for that. Um, and if you think he's a bit of a legend, uh, here's a little bit of a plug. Uh, oh, our geez. new Legends t-shirt that none of us are wearing it because we still haven't got them because <laughs> they're that new. Uh, has a Piastri name on it, which is, which is bloody cool. So well done. Well designed, Tommy T. As everything else is well designed too. <laughs> um, now, Campy missed the anthem. Uh, I did. Why did you miss the anthem? Well, I was on my way because it's What time does it start? 2 a.m. start. I thought it was a 10 past start. Ah. So I left myself half an hour to get here, but... <laughs> you can't get the start. I made you? it just in time for the... Uh Lucky enough, second Sergio's car. Sergio did you a favour, mate, yeah. and had an issue so you could make it for the actual start. watching it in the car, so it was all good. <laughs> oh, yeah, to say that on camera. Yeah. <laughs> Vic Pole, do not at <laughs> us. Well, Vic Pole, come at me. <laughs> you squid. Uh, it was a very interesting anthem, and by interesting, I mean when I describe a glass of wine as interesting, and if you know me, that means it's terrible. <laughs> Uh, the flight pass I didn't see, but apparently it was the 7879 Dreamliner. Thanks, Lazza, for uh, pointing that out in just random side note commentary. Love that. Um, Love but the lead-up to this race and the hype, we've had testing a couple of weeks ago and, you know, we take all of that with a grain of salt, as we said a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but leading into qualifying, it really showed that, you know, Max topping all of the timesheets going forward into this race, that actually maybe the hype of Red Bull being towards the front this year may have been real. 
I was not ready to believe the hype. No, no. I was so used to the last, the whole hybrid era, really, of Mercedes just sandbagging, playing dead possum, basically, and then waking up for qualifying and just dominating everyone. (laughs) What do you mean? Possums play dead. Do you not know this? That's a defense mechanism of a possum. Yeah, they play dead so they don't get attacked. Okay. That's what Mercedes do. <laughs> they just, oh, we, we suck this year, we, we're not going to win. And then all of a sudden qualifying back. We used to play that in uh, Friday <laughs> afternoons. But so there, was, there was talk about, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> dead fish dropped right in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The professionalism is real. Oh, love it. The whole, all we've heard this lead up is Mercedes Sandbank. Are they not? Are they actually good? A Red Bull better? None of us knew. I None of us really wanted to buy into any of it. We were just yeah. like, shut up. Let's wait until we see qualifying. And then we did. And Max was four tenths quicker. Yeah. Huge. Oh. It was just good to see because we'd said sandbags, 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 and Lewis were like Red Bull are the car to beat and Red Bull going, well, Mercedes are going to come out and be quicker, as you said, because that's just happened every time the and last couple of years. anything that comes out of Lewis was Hamilton's mouth. No, uh, especially when my tyres are gone <sighs> and then sets fast to slap. <clears throat> but, <laughs> but really, though... I think the hype going into this race, and even the race as a whole, because Bahrain I don't like as a track, this was actually a hype race and it didn't disappoint. Yep. Uh, I think the best thing is at least you can overtake here. If we were to start somewhere where it's just like a procession and we're driving around, at least there was potential for stuff to happen. Yep. That was the you other thing. You mean Jetta? I mean, sorry, the hairpin, the bobby pin. <laughs> the Inlaw. bobby pin. What a great Inlaw. track. I, I think that coupled with a few new drivers, some team changes, there was only a couple of driver lineups that didn't change. There yep. was fresh meat kind of changing around everywhere. So that was at least exciting on that part. So fresh meat. Fresh meat. We're doing well. <laughs> Dead possum is fresh meat. Is it? Yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's oh. Red oh, well, let's campy. talk about uh, all of the teams and each driver as we have traditionally done. So the first time we do this for this season. And we'll start at the back of the pack with Mazza Spin. And he's, he's a dud. What an absolute he potato. Is the absolute the biggest dud on the grid. Yeah. It's just kind of almost not worth talking about. We just we said, had, lucky we had, your dad's rich because you're going to need all that money to fix the car every single week. We when you spin, you don't. comments on the, uh, on the Discord. Yeah, if you're not part of our Discord, uh, go down into the link. If you're listening to the audio podcast or watching, in the description below, click on it because there are some fantastic comments. And even if you don't watch it live and you come back later, you can scroll through the comments. Um, there's uh, probably our new favourite Canadian, if this guy is from Canada, because he jumps, let's see. Uh, is the comments are fantastic. But Schumacher made the exact same mistake that uh, Mazepin did a lap later. Same corner. But what a, thing. such lost a better the, driver. Lost the rear end. Well, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. I the mean, car's a piece of crap. That's I, the, that's the I, truth, right? I look at, I look at um, Alfa Romeo. Yes. They, those two cars were on par last year, and with Grosjean and Magnussen, they're competent drivers. Yep. We, we totally agree with that here. But once you leave that and you bring two rookies in, you look at the difference between... Alfa Romeo and Haas at the moment. I don't think Haas has gotten the cars gotten all the chassis worse than last year. That's not completely it's fair just, though. They haven't the, done any updates. Yeah, but no, but the, Whereas Alfa has. Yeah, they've done updates. They haven't. They have. They haven't worked on the car. They said they're not. They're working on the next. But year's. yeah, I mean, well, I think they probably have done, done something. Half the new like, power unit. They're basically just rolling out a car this year and going, "Let's just get through and wait yeah. for the next regs." I understand that too, but there's no way they're going to drop off that much. It's driver related and. 
Yeah, and you got two rookies, and but, which yeah. why would have been a better decision to keep K Mag yep. alongside Schumacher for this year. Yeah. yeah, I get the money thing. If you've watched Drive to Survive, you understand Gunther's, you know, plea with uh, sponsors to try and get them on board. I understand that. Still doesn't make it right in my mind that this yeah. is the kind of, you know, it doesn't even make it around the first four corners yeah. Yeah. in the race and, yeah. and bins it as, as significantly as he did, purely based on his own. Mistake. Well, we said this. It's like, do sponsors want to see someone crash out in the first lap or be completely useless at the back? Or would you prefer to support a team that doesn't have a drive from your country but is actually competitive? Yeah. Surely that's better for sponsorship money. So you can get all this money, but if it's going to be at the back, what's the point? Gene Haas, you're better off just putting in the extra money that's shortfalling. Yep. Cra- Instead of being at the back with these duds. The crash will get TV time and driving at the back clearly won't. So <laughs> that's what sponsors really want. They want TV time. No bad publicity easy. according to Campy. Well, I mean, that, to well, a point, I kind, of, I kind of agree with you. But when, it's, when it's your dad's company is the only sponsor on the car and you've crashed it, not really sure what it is. I couldn't yeah, tell. It was crashed. How similar to him and his dad look like. They look like something out of the Adams family. Like, <laughs> carbon right? copies of each other. Got Terrifying at the best. Ugly heads on them. <laughs> and that's, I, I was going to say, that's going from him. Uh, <laughs> coming geez. from this beautiful specimen of a potato. Hey, um, um, but Schumacher, MSC. M- you, shout out to you, Bryony. MSC. Uh, Mick Schumacher, the the name back on the on the lead, I was going to say the leaderboard, but the timesheets yeah. is cool to see. MSC, it's a nice mm. little throwback to his dad. Uh, but he's just such a nice guy, yeah, isn't he? Yep. Yep. Off off the track in every kind of environment, he's positive, chipper. You know, it just speaks incredibly well. Yeah, I think let's give the rookies till the mid season break before we bust too many chops. No. <laughs> it's a big adjustment coming into F1. There's so many different things, the media, everything. Let's just give them a little bit of time to adjust. Not all of them are going to be okay. on fire. You hear it well, here first. We hear a couple of weeks. Is that okay? No. Oh, well, it's a rag on Michael Schumacher. Mick. Sorry, Mick. Or both. Well, he could be shit. We just don't know yet. Well, that's true. But, you know, Haas, it's just not a place to prove yourself really for this year, which is a shame. All right, let's talk about Williams and our favourite Canadian, Nicholas Latifi finishing in 18th and George Russell finishing in 14th. Uh, Tommy and I both think that the new Williams livery looks good on track. And that is all we think about Williams. That's the only (laughs) conversation we have about this car. Mm. Campy? Uh, They've improved. They've improved. Russell got out of Q3 in the Q2. A really good lap. Really good lap. Um, he's world class, George Russell. He's proved that last year when he stepped up in the Mercedes, but he is just going to get better and better and better. It's good to see Latifi was a bit closer as well, a bit more competitive in practices and qualifying. Not so much race. I didn't see anything of them in the race, if I'm honest. But Also great to see Russell. Not- Don't love the livery, though. Like you two. Still, still towing that. Dropping the no Williams like, <laughs> points for George Russell forever. Sadist, poor bloke. Uh, yeah, look, I think you know I didn't like it when it was standing still, but uh, moving around the track, I think it looks fine. I but, like the little message on the halo too. Yeah, that was nice. That's nice. Yeah. That is nice. Uh, let's talk about Alpine. Uh, Fernando Alonso had a great race. It had to be said before he had a DNF and he lost his back brakes. The dude hasn't lost it, has he? Nope. Two years out and, you know, he's done his stuff. He's tried Indies, he's done Endurance and Le Mans and an amazing job with all of that. And he is a stunning driver. He's one of your favourites, isn't he? He is. He's a star. Hasn't missed a beat. Performed all weekend like a consummate professional. Unfortunately, that Renault motor. Mm-hmm 
is a heaper. <laughs> they have done. It seems to me like Renault or Alpine have done zero improvement from where they were last year, chassis wise and engine wise, because they're getting passed by everybody. And you know, Danny Rick driving that car last year got some excellent results. They performed it, but Fernando Alonso for me making Q three. He outperformed that car and he spanked Ocon. And yeah. I'm going to have to change my whipping boy to Ooh. Ocon to the Frenchman, I think, because Gasly's driving too well to rag Oh, him, so. it's finally. We finally bloody got it. How many seasons? Unbelievable. Oh, no, so wow. I'm going to have to eat some humble pie on that one. And Gasly's, what? Gasly's doing all right. I don't believe what I'm hearing. Are you okay? Break this one out for social media. People yeah, need to seriously. see this. Do you not think I can criticise myself? No. Not well. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> no, but this I think you clearly doesn't look in the mirror every day. <laughs> I've only got 17 of them around the house, mate. <laughs> At least seven in each room. Um, but really, though, Ocon has this year to prove, and we said at the very top of the He's podcast, done. that I think this is where Piastri is going. Yep. He's got, you know, the, the momentum. Also, Piastri's got Mark Webber as a manager who is in Formula One paddock all the yeah. time. We'll be agitating yep. for that sort of stuff. Yep. Alpine's under new management. There's a whole range of different things going on there. And so I think that's really good. I actually think the car looks fantastic, but good the boy. new design with the aero box at the top is obviously, I mean, the Beluga looks like a Peugeot. <laughs> That's what it looks like, but it's it's not doing like a Tommy lot for did. the car. <laughs> I believe you're giving people crap for heads. <laughs> My mum actually did say to say to you that she likes a new haircut, so you better grow that out immediately. Thank you. Love that. I'm into it. Shout out to you, mum. Uh, yeah, up. so, That's but our point. Pot- hurry up, McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> Goes outside and puts fertilizer in it, starts rubbing it in. Uh, but. Ocon, yeah, he's, I think this is his last year. He just he got showed up last year by Danny Rick, and for Alonso to have two years out of a car <laughs> and in. come back in, go straight into Q three in a car that looks no really not that balanced. If you listen to Campy's Tech Talk podcast last week, you would have heard describing the uh, the fact that the rear floor has changed and the downforce that Renault had as an advantage last year that Danny Rick managed to do some wonderful stuff with doesn't exist anymore. So Ocon's obviously taking a little bit of time to catch up, but. It's so good to see Fernando back. It's just it a shame is. that he DNF'd uh, with no faults, no spins, no, no crashes of his own and made some really good moves. Yep. Um, it was interesting at one point there that Carlos Sainz had passed three world champions, not that Kimi had won in the Ferrari, but three world champions who had all driven for Ferrari. <laughs> and he's going, bye, yeah. as he passes Alonso and Vettel and Raikkonen. That was just a nice moment for me. Uh, okay, let's talk about Alfa Romeo uh, because they're just outside the points, 11th and 12th here. But they, as you said, Campy, just before, they've made leaps and bounds, really. I think Williams has made improvements, but even George Russell said in the weekend, Alfa Romeo has gone further again. The car looks very solid. Giovinazzi performed quite well in qualifying yeah. yesterday as well. Um, what are your thoughts, Campy, on Alpha this year? Kimi Raikkonen, superstar. He's still got it. Hasn't lost anything. No. Uh, race, racecraft today was brilliant. He had an incident in, I think, the first five minutes of P1 on Friday, I think. I think he stacked it, didn't he? Put it in the wall, but that's all right. He didn't have a good time, that's true, yeah. Anyway, no, they're good. It's good to see. I would love to see Kimi make some points this year and possibly sneak in for a podium in a wet race. I think I think the Ferrari's improved motor has made, uh, has made them look better this year, and, uh, and they are better. Last year, it didn't matter what they did development on the chassis was and how good it was actually running. That Ferrari motor last year was bad. This year, it's good in comparison to that 
to the teams that they are racing, and they're really racing Williams, uh, Alpine, and us. So if they can beat them every week, they're doing their job. Yeah, I think I think the jump to everyone else is a bit too big. But yeah, yeah. but I certainly think they've improved, Tommy. Well, and we like Giovinazzi now. We After do. watching Drive to Survive, Camby, we like him now. Yeah, we like him. Cool. We've, we've changed cool. our mind. No, you have to like him too. His family looks great. There's yeah. a, lot of, yeah. a lot of excitement well, on like, that little like whatever him. they're doing. Still What's a shit that? haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're giving people shit for haircuts. Oh, you've never seen my hair, so <laughs> you yeah, can oh, I have. wait for and a big reveal midway through the year in the uh, summer break. We'll have a campy hair reveal here on the Oz F1 show where we'll all be disappointed together. No. Makes you like Cole from South Park when he takes his head off and he's a redhead and that's like that. Now, Gio's good. Solid. Yeah, he's good. Uh, yeah. I, I think he's got this season again before the new regs change to prove himself again whether he's going to stick around after this year. But yep. he, it's his seat to lose, I would say, rather than he's got to prove himself. Well, Kimmy's going to go before him. So yeah, the natural yes. progression is that he will hold the seat for consistency within yep. that team. Does he go somewhere else? I'm not sure if he gets out of the Ferrari Junior program, but Ferrari are locked in for the next two or three years anyway. So it'd be interesting to see where he ends up. If he can make a jump to a Aston Martin, because Seb's got to go because he's a dud, but we'll get to that. But (laughs) um, if he can make a jump across, that'd be good for his career, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, look, ultimately, as you say, Kimi Raikkonen, this is his last year. It's good that Alfa Romeo Sauber are making these gains for him because, as I said, in Charles Leclerc's first year when Sauber were really strong, when it was... Uh, Ericsson and, and Leclerc. Leclerc was getting up the grid and we know if Kimi in the same situation would have been doing stunning things as well. So good for him, hopefully yeah. in his last year to get a couple of points, have some fun in the mid pack, not be flailing at the back. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, someone like Robert Schwartzman, maybe in the Ferrari Junior moving up um, or Calum Eilat yeah. coming in would be good too. Yeah. So, yeah. but absolutely, Giovinazzi, uh, here for it this year. Good yeah. on him and good on Sauber for not just chucking him out the door and replacing him with someone Alfa else. Rana. I mean, they yeah. tried. They were going to go well, get Mick. Sauber, sorry, yeah. <laughs> they were trying to get Mick and they couldn't. So. Yes. Uh, okay. Aston Martin. Let's talk about Sebastian Vettel. Campy. Jeez, he's had a stinker. His, test, good, his testing wasn't good, and he came out and said 10 years ago I would have been really nervous about going in race one, but I've got enough experience to walk through it. Um, unfortunately, well, I thought he got held up with the yellow flags in qualifying. It's not the case. He just ignored them and kept going and still didn't get out of Q1. So That was embarrassing, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a shame for him. But that, that crash that he – who did he crash into? Who did he go out the backside of? Um, Ocon. Ocon. That was – a rookie, yeah. rookie mistake. Now we've made yeah. countless, countless excuses for this guy over the last two years, really, about him spinning out and not having it. But I, I think he's done. Yeah, I think you're I right. I think he's done. Yeah. Stroll. It scares me to say, but Stroll is going to show this guy up this year. Well, I think you which, look, you look at Alonso as a comparison. Two oh. champions, both stepping into new cars, new season how different they both kind of took to it. Yep. Seb looked lost yeah, all weekend. I can handle mistakes happening. Yeah. But when you're going up against a guy like Stroll, who knows that? It's going to take some time to adjust to it too. But he should seriously consider. But Stroll finished in 10th, Seb finished in 15th. Yes. So just inside the points for Aston, but it's still inside still, the points, right? Still, that, move, that crash on Ocon was the worst thing That's I've terrible. ever seen. And he complained about it. He's like, why did he change the line, Seb? That was 3,000% yeah. tobacco. Your fault. And he's going to have some – he's going to have a lot of external pressure from the press this year and internally I think he might 
about the ghost. This is has to be his last year. Uh, you know, DC and Mark Webber said this as well on another podcast. We're one race into, so let's not. <clears throat> Got it. But uh, if if he's being outperformed yep. by Stroll the entire year, it's probably time to go mid-year, <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. which will throw massive spanner in the work, of course, but that's the kind of thing but that Seb's good for. Imagine being Aston Martin and signing him over Perez. Yeah, I think... From an Aston Martin point of view, you also have to take a couple of steps back and look at it as Brand. a business as a whole and yeah. how they are improving selling cars in Germany. But from a Formula One point of view, the chairman don't think it's got it right in this instance. Um, but let's talk about Stroll because he actually had some glimpses this race. Did he was good, good. What did he qualify? I didn't get into the top ten, but he, he qualified twelfth. I think he made it look. A lot yeah. easier than Seb was having a time, which is, yes. you know, at every race at this point is against your teammate until the first couple are out of the way, I right? think what is clear from testing into race one is they're not the same team they were last year. Yes. They've taken a step back from everybody else. Lucky Checo. <laughs> which is, yeah. I don't know. Well, when you copy a car's design and then not copy last year's Mercedes design either. They copied? <laughs> Did they copy? Lawrence would say he didn't, but Lawrence, you're full of shit, <laughs> you dickhead. Um, I actually like you, mate. Good on you, but no, you're so right though. When you copy, chairman, talking guff. When you come out and say we're not copying, but yeah. they haven't made the gains that other teams like your Ferraris and your McLarens have made, and they're their real competition. Um, not so. to jump to Mercedes, but we've. We saw during testing how much talk they were doing about trying to fix the floor issues and yeah. yep. increasing the rake. So if the team they copied off is struggling a lot to fix their design, how do you think the guys copying without that information are yeah, going to go? They're struggling. Totally right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they perform going forward. Uh, next up, Alpha Tori. Uh, good weekend. Good looking car too. Your ex yeah, right. boy. car. Look, no longer your whipping boy. Tell, you talk about him first before I Mate, do. qualified really well. Like surprising. It was actually probably the best part about qualifying to see all the other cars kind of competing really well. Like we were shocked AlphaTauri was there and then Ferrari and then all these other cars just kept coming out of nowhere. Like what's going on? And then Max just put them back in their place. But back to AlphaTauri, <laughs> qualified really well. Sonoda qualified really well. Like <coughs> exciting. I think that car is much better. They're coming into that team that we talked about and joked about. The sister team. The sister yeah. team. Hey. Finally. not the <laughs> Thanks, Garen. <laughs> It's actually kind of happening. Like Obviously, being some shared design philosophies. Yeah. yeah. But to look at the cars side by side, they don't look that similar. Other than the rake. Yeah. I think that's something that's really helping him is this, the higher rake, as we kind of talked about in Campy's Tech Talk, is the higher rake cars have got the benefit of these new regs. Yeah. Uh, and we weren't sure at the time, but you kind of alluded to it. There's two two thoughts. Yeah. And basically the high-rake ones are coming out on top at the moment. Yeah, the high-rake with the shorter wheelbase, as opposed to the Mercedes one, which is the lower-rake with the longer wheelbase. But that Honda engine has clearly found some found some HP this year. So um, it sounds brilliant. Doesn't it? It sounds brilliant. <laughs> so just seeing some of the passes that Perez made throughout the uh, throughout throughout the, his race, he just blew past some of the cars. But the good thing for Gasly and on... I'll eat humble pie again. He's Woo! twice in one episode. He's, hungry. No, he's really. <laughs> we're talking about the same 
same topic, but he's uh, he was he's very he outperformed that car in qualifying. Shame what happened to him on the race. That was Unlucky. that was a rookie yeah. mistake driving going up Danny Ricardo. Thank rear. goodness he didn't puncture Danny Rick's <sighs> rear Jeez, left though, because otherwise his whipping boy status would have remained for the no, podcast. No. Yeah, Alpha Tori looked good, and Yuki Sonoda, good. Um, what a dude. Had some good radio too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First session. Yeah. Put me out in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. That's Love what it. we want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, Yuki. no, big fan of Yuki. I, I was probably the one most sceptical of him going into season because I, I hadn't seen too. much. Camby was a bit more on board and watched more of him, but yep. very impressed. I yeah. did not think he had this capability. I thought he was going to be piddling down with Latifi and right at the back with the horses, but – Genuinely has pace. I don't think he's scared. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. very max in terms of his he's come in, he goes, Yeah, I'm new and yeah, I'm settling in, but he's done a lot of stuff with the car in yeah. terms of lines. You're like, dude, yeah. it's very impressive. I think he's the fastest rookie. I think he's just not as consistent as he needs to be yet. Yeah. And which I mean, is he's a rookie. And Gasly said that, didn't he? He's yeah. like, you know, Yuki's very fast, he's still making some mistakes, but we're coaching him through. So it's actually good that Gasly's like, right, oh, dude, let's do this together. It's for the team rather than single-minded. Is that because Gasly's going to move on and go to a French no, team? The, probably. The thing for yeah. Gasly this year is that he gets to um, he gets to take more of responsibility in the practice sessions, and he's the leading driver in that team, so he's yep. going to have to do all the development stuff that they do during practice and get that right and nail it, not just concentrate on his own setup and his own pace of the weekend, which is going to bode well for him moving on to another team, if he does, but yeah, he's driving great. Um, yeah, good on him. Well, it's a shame, but... Hopefully he doesn't get a win, though. Jeez, was... <laughs> we'll actually have to bake you a pie for you <laughs> in the studio. Me in the heart, but, uh, I'm here. I'll, I'll credit. I would love to see them be this competitive all year. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Man. Like another team into the midfield because they were kind of faux midfield sometimes last yes. year. But to be a genuine contender would be awesome. And even Lando. Could you see uh, him and Ocon have a punch on or something? Because <laughs> <laughs> they love each other. They're Just best anyone mates. and Ocon, really. But I think <laughs> even... <laughs> <laughs> Even it wouldn't be a very short rate. Well, we've already seen that. Yeah. Maxi Max in Brazil yeah, in the thing. Like, well, Campy's only here for some kind of sort of mix just of mixed the, martial arts and Formula One racing. I just want to see the Frenchman give up. <laughs> <laughs> Lando came out and said that he was concerned about the pace of the AlphaTauri, and I, it was the first time I'd heard anyone in that sort of upper midfield team even mention AlphaTauri as a competitor, and he's not wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> but. Someone who's a lot faster than I thought they would be is Ferrari this year. Yes. Uh, Carlos Sainz finishing in eighth and Charles Leclerc in sixth. Charles seemed to be driving a little bit, you know, the wheels off that car in some of those overtakes that he did going forward oh, yeah. through yeah. the pack. Like, the guy can drive. We know he can drive. Like it's very As annoying. much as we don't like it sometimes, <laughs> like, ah, he's a pain. But he's genuinely very good. He's so good at qualifying. He's unbelievable. To put that car where it was... Uh, he's just good at putting putting the car in a good spot and then just maintaining on a Sunday, and he did that really well this week as well. Yeah, yeah, we got to give Carl some credit too. He drove pretty well. He did. He drove, yeah. he drove exceptionally well. Didn't get yeah. it right in qualifying, but it's a new team. It's one race in. We can't yeah. be yeah. too harsh on these guys that are going a new, uh, going a new. Still make you three. That's. All you need to do. He had yeah. a weird moment, Camby, didn't he, where the car just turned off because he went over a curb. Yeah, it was strange. That's odd. Yeah, was, I don't think I've ever seen that well, before. Ferrari clearly pressing <laughs> a button on the wall. Turn, turns out they can do it. Trying to remove the vet. They sticker. did a pit stop well, though. It's, oh, yeah, it turns out they can do it now. And it's not Vettel. Yeah. 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 So, look, 
So good on him. No, good on him. It's good to see Ferrari where they need to be. Car looks like a pile of shit. That stupid green it's, it's a mission winner can really piss off. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, we hate cigarette money too. It's just squids. Put your pack of cigarettes away. <laughs> yeah, pack of deaths. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Carlos, I think you'll I think you'll pick up. He'll pick oh. up. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I think not worried. They'll be toe to toe pretty yeah, soon. I, I don't think necessarily we're going to see one driver performing better than the other for this season. I think with Carlos learning the team, uh, that he but he was still doing a great job against Charles. Yeah. But anyway, as you yeah. say, we'll see what happens. Let's but talk the about the pacing, sorry. The pace in that engine is not good. I saw some cars. Yeah, you're right. Like the McLaren, Nilando blew past him. Yep. Um, and so did Perez. Their only chances if they're beating the speed traps like they were that year when they were cheating. They were winning every speed trap around the racetrack. Yep. They don't have that straight line speed, which is what they need because that aero is still not up to the, scratch. Yeah, and the advantage that Charles had this weekend was that he qualified well. Yes. yes. And if he can qualify, we know he's good over one lap. So yep. if he can do that week in, week out. Yep put his car in a position for the first 10 laps of the race to yep. jump all of his competitors and the realistic ones he's racing. Yep. Like your McLarens and your Aston Martins, it'll be bode well for him. But, um, yeah, yeah. Show they're the not, confidence. They're not, where I'll, they're not where Ferrari should be. No. They show the confidence, not. I think, by going out on softs rather than mediums, yep. you know. So yep. the fact that they had to get to that point by being on the faster tyre is... You know, we're not quite there yet. Let's yep. talk about McLaren. A uh, really great weekend for them. Uh, I don't yep. think they were stunning in terms of speed and this rear diffuser that we've been talking about after testing. Whilst, yes, it was clever, uh, maybe not the entire package. But Lando finished in fourth, which is great for the team, and Danny Rick, our boy, in seventh. Yep. Campy, you were a little bit uh, disappointed with Danny Rick's performance in the first couple of laps. Oh, uh, no, look, I'm, look, I love, we love Danny Rick. We're completely biased. We're not going to say James a bad word. James and I do. <laughs> We're not going to say a bad word about him. Um, I think he built, he built his qualifying lap all weekend. He didn't look strong against Lando for most of the weekend. But we know what Danny Rick's like. He can pull it out. He built, and that last lap in qualifying oh. was the best lap he did all weekend, and he beat his teammate in that Um as for the race pace, he's still not set with the car. And he even said afterwards in his interview, he's like, not super happy with the pace. We've got a lot to work on. Um, but he can see the progression. Oh, But this is the most laps he's done in a car in a single day. So it's essentially the fourth time he's been in the car. And um, he'll keep learning and get better and better and better and better. And he'll pants Lando this year. I've got no issues about that. But it's just going to take him a while. Like when he moved to that Renault, yep. it's going to take him six to seven races to really adapt to the car and what it's doing and figure out how to trail brake on it, figure out the engine systems. And not that he hasn't got those things figured out now, but just to drive the car on the limits, he'll learn. He's he's fine. But, um, yeah, I was, a bit, I was a bit worried about his pace at one stage. But he... Yeah, he did get shafted, I suppose. Oh, he lost time in the pit stop and he yes. couldn't recover yep. it. Once he got out of that DRS range to Leclerc, he couldn't really hang on. I think he was only on for sixth anyway, really, to be honest. Fifth at the best. Yeah. So seventh is not bad. Like, no. yes, we can dive deeper and look at the times, but I think at some point he goes, all right, this is glorified testing now. I'm set in seventh. Let's yeah. do some other stuff. Let's kind of work on what happens when I do this with the tires. What happens when I change this bias? Like... He's still learning. He's just going to use that opportunity. As long as he gets seventh still, he's stoked. Yeah. So, and he, he just needed to bring home points for the team. He's a team player. We know that as well. So it, yeah. it's, he's, he's banked some team points now as well by 
Yeah, not totally. crashing the sheets and stuff. It's, it's a good. great weekend for McLaren. Great They're weeners. sitting third in the dry, in the constructors championship yep. already. But McLaren need a bank points early. Yep. in this constructors. Because everyone else is going to jump them because they got no up, upgrade tokens to spare to upgrade the car. So it's basically it for the year. Sorry, I just almost hit that. <laughs> forgot how to breathe for a second. Oh, sure. I hiccup, but I got through it. You're so, you're so excited about talking about people jumping McLaren. I got disappointed there I for a second. I, I thought I hit it, but really not. <laughs> that was you know, awesome. This guy's expression. Just like, <laughs> bloody load or something. Uh, um, but I, can I just say, whilst uh, obviously I think Daniel Ricciardo is a better driver than Lando, it's Good for Lando yep. to have this out of the gate being, you know, yep. being ahead of Daniel. As I said, not that I think he's better than him, but for the team point of view, and I really am behind McLaren 100% this year, I want them to be challenging for second, honestly. And yep. to do that, they consistently need to finish around the third to fifth mark with, you know, with both cars. And I think both of these drivers are good. Was well, a bit there for a little bit when Danny and Lando were going at it for the first time. And as I said to you boys at the time, it was just an opportunity for Lando to put his foot down and go, no, Daniel, I'm not going to let you roll roll all over me. I wasn't upset by that. I'd be upset if they crashed out, but that was good. Had a lot of good wheel-to-wheel racing tonight without incidents. Yeah. Up the front too, because we've got consummate professional drivers up the front. Yes. Allow the space they need to, but there's some great great wheel-to-wheel. But Lando did well. Tommy T, big fan. We saw it through testing. We saw it through practices. He's solid. Third season now we're talking, Lando. Yeah. So Third. now's now's the chance to kind of like put all that stuff down into an actual season. Yeah. He's been pretty good in qualifying, but now is his opportunity to show it. If he can get close to our qualifying Daniel Ricciardo, who we know is great at qualifying, that's kind of him putting the whole package together. Yeah. Very excited. It's, it's, it's good for, for both of them. What's also great is Sergio Perez having a really terrible start to the race and finishing where he should be finishing in a, in a car like he's in. Yep. Uh, finishing in fifth is, was an amazing recovery from literally the pit lane, from having the pressure of the car wasn't even on yep. ahead of yep. the formation or ahead of the actual start with the yep. formation lap to this. He's got it. I yeah. think, you know, yes, it's the first race and yes, there's lots of stuff to go, but clearly experience shows that he's not, you know, he's got nothing to lose, but he's not clambering to try and figure out stuff. Yeah. You know, he's got it sorted out. Also, I think it's a benefit to him or an advantage to him, the fact that Gasly and Albon have gone before and Red Bull have maybe yes. gone, okay, well, he's not Daniel Ricciardo and he's not set like Max, so we need to be a little bit more able yeah. to listen and pivot for, for these drivers. But Sergio Great. put his head down and he made his way through the pack. Big fan. Uh, we liked Sergio. We knew – we were shattered he didn't have a drive for so long. Yeah. Oh, we called it early. Well, oh. I called it early. Yeah. No. You wanted Seb there because yeah. you're an idiot. Idiot. Oh. That, that, <laughs> that aged well. That, third time this episode. The prophet that aged well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Jeez, I have to start swimming again. <laughs> 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 no, but check out a Red Bull. Great decision. He, yeah. He's great. He was good all weekend. He qualified really well. Like unlucky, but yeah, I think he's exactly what they needed as a second driver. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Red Bull wanted him to qualify on the mediums, and they should have done it on the softs and yep. got him through it. But to have what happened on the outlap to come back and drive through the pack like he did, yeah. he's a contra- He's got some genuine pace, and he will be. He'll be the. He'll be that second driver for Red Bull that they want this year. He'll be a Barrichello. 
Right? Yeah, it'll be better than a Barrichello. Oh, it'll be better than a Barrichello. Shout out to you, Rubens. We, the two yeah, love Rubens. No, I think Checo is good. He'll get some good results this year too. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a flip from the last podcast where you again, said I think he's a better driver than we say he is. Again, but <laughs> again yeah, well, again, first race in. So I know, not, yeah. but it's good. It's good to see. Yeah. You know, the dude sat at the end of the pit lane yeah. for a very long time yep. with very cold tires yep. compared yep. to everyone else. So hats off to you, but let's talk about Maxi Max oh, yeah, because Max. Maximus Verstappen. He, he got out of the car and with Jensen Button in the pit lane was not throwing his toys out of the car. I was like, yeah, that was disappointing, but hey, we've got the pace. It's like, I'm sorry, who is this person? What? Who is this seriously old head on very young shoulders still? Yep. Would young Max have given that place back? 100% no. 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 So, Campy, oh. talk us through what actually happened, though. Why Why did he have to give the place back? Because technically he was off track. Mm. <clears throat> it's not that Lewis didn't get black flag for going off the track during the race either, but just because he made the pass. If you make a place off it. I think he made the He had the move done. He just... Yeah. yeah. It was tough, an unfortunate corner yeah. to it's do that. It's a tough one, but I liked what he did. Oh, he gave it straight back. Brundle alluded to he could have given it back in a more advantageous place on the track for him, but I don't think it mattered. I think, look, I think he was sensational. That lapping quality. Oh, my gosh. Five tenths, was it, or four? Four tenths. Four and a half tenths. It was mega. And to watch it, it was, um, oh, it's a work of art watching him. Yeah. And Brundle was talking about testing Max's driving style, which I spoke about last week. He's completely right. He throws it in. And then he's correcting it. Now, it's counterintuitive because when you watch the Merc guys driving, they're not moving their steering wheel and, and making massive adjustments all the time. But Max is consistently anticipating what the car's going to do and correcting yep. for it. It's great to watch. So. Do you know the only other driver I saw do that this weekend was Yuki? Yeah, right. In terms of a very similar driving style, like yeah. just throws it into the corner, goes, there'll be grip here somewhere. Mm, yeah. Finds Find it. it. Four-wheel drifts it, as you said, in yeah. the Tech Talk podcast yeah. as well and, and does a stunning job. But Max is the best driver on the grid, I reckon, at the moment. Yep. And interesting, this is the first race in which Lewis won the season opener. He hasn't done that in the turbo hybrid era. So what does that mean? I think that means he goes on to lose the championship yes. next year. And I think I actually made that prediction last you year. You did. So the province back. For restored. Oh, oh, he said VB oh, was going to win, though. Yeah. Should I have some humility pie for that one, boys? No. <laughs> just, just push out the uh, humble pie that you ate a little bit earlier. Uh, but Red Bull, Karen will be very happy with the position where they are. Helmut Marco, I don't really care about his opinion because I don't think he should be in that team anymore. But Red Bull, as yeah. a whole, looking good to win a Constructors' Champion yes. for this year. Yes, it's the first and race, the but I don't care. It's good. And the drivers with Maxi Max. Yeah. Do you prefer a drivers or a Constructors if you're a team? I think you have to prefer the Constructors at this point. It's oh. been such a lot. Well, it's been for, for Christian, I think it's been such a long time under Mercedes' dominance. If you can get both, fantastic. But I think for him, he'd be happier having just a Constructors' Championship. I don't know. Oh, nah, I reckon I want a driver. Constructors is a second-rate championship. Yeah, well, we have it. But, but he can't get in the car and drive it himself, do you know, like from a Christian point of view. The driving championship, the driver championship driver, that team wins the construction. Nah, I think so they want the cash for that engine program they're going to start. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah, I probably need that. But, yeah, point. <laughs> Humble pie? <laughs> Dietrich's <laughs> No, you make us. 
You make a valid point. You're still full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes. Um, now, nah, Dietrich's got plenty of cash, but you'd much prefer <laughs> the driver. <laughs> Send it over. You'd much prefer the driver's. You two muffins. <laughs> the campy collection coming to AlphaTauri, never. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, ring me, Dietrich. We'll do a deal. Ring me. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're watching this podcast for sure. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Red Bull looking happy. Mercedes, though, oh. very happy, as I said at the beginning. Toto Wolf was, you know, doing these ones at the, the back of the garage winning. Yeah. And uh, Hamilton had to work for it, which yep. is fantastic to see. Uh, Valtteri Bot. Okay, Mercedes, do yourself a favour. Learn how to do a pit stop in Bahrain. Because this is the second year in a row where you haven't done that very well with Valtteri. And poor VB... As you said, Campy, would have been fighting for second if his stop wasn't as crap. And also, the Jack, I don't like it. It was just a Five guys to Jack, watch. he's a dud. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. See you later. Catch ya. All credit to Mercedes for strategically winning this race. A bit sure. of Hamilton early when he was behind Max. Which he wasn't happy about. Well, Max, Never yeah, is. What a yeah, surprise. But... But it put the pressure on Red Bull to respond. And if they had to respond a lap later, they would have lost the lead. So that decision right there ultimately won them the race. Yeah, because um, they had to put Max on that go yeah. long, yeah. To see how long yeah. he can go yeah. for so he strategy. Sacrificed his, he sacrificed his track position there. But the thing that frustrated me the most was Valtteri Bottas, if they didn't stuff that up, they would have had a Mercedes 1-2 and it was locked, signed, sealed and delivered for at least a Hamilton win because there's no way Max would have passed Valtteri and Mm. then passed Lewis on those tyres. He would have got Mm. one of them but not both. Mm. Um, Real shame for Valtteri because I thought he drove excellent this way. His race pace was better than Lewis's. His qualifying was a bit off but he picked his qualifying up from last year and he looks really comfortable and more settled in that car than what Lewis does. Yeah. He's still not happy with it. He's still got a lot of work to do. As he said, I'm not happy with it. We've got a lot of work to do with it. Oh, I thought he was excellent this weekend. I th- if I'm yeah. if I'm him, I'm looking at the next few rounds going, I've got a real chance here to get yeah. three or four wins. Yep. And that's the thing is that the car, obviously with Red Bull pushing closer to the front as well, there's more opportunities towards there. And Valtteri yeah. does very well on race day with opportunities. He isn't like he – yes, he gives space like Kimi does. He's a professional like yep. that. But – this is his year to win a world championship or at least to prove that he deserves the seat again for next year. I think he still does, but, yeah. you know, there are a lot of haters out there for poor old VB. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that either. I think, uh, so. I think I just love George and they want George to get out. His time will come, right? Yeah, Plenty they, of time. They, for yeah, would say that. The, yeah. the, the Palms are the worst people ever, so. I agree, James. We just keep circling around between <laughs> different countries. <laughs> Who are the worst? Who are the best? Everyone's the worst. Send the convicts out to Australia and New Zealand however many years ago. Now we're better at them at everything they do. (laughs) So cop that. Go and get your royal family in order. That's a bloody shit show. Uh, this is the next edition. <laughs> of I just want to get live in Texas. Texas. <laughs> you said Texas is the best. Yeah, Texas. They're, they're making the, the right decision. There you go. Uh, well, that's each to <laughs> the teams. No, you're not. That's all the teams. And uh, and Panther. Campy's rankings of places to live, Texas, is at the top. But this is good. This is great uh, opening race. For sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of weeks, which is unfortunate. We have to wait until we go to Imola. Uh, but probably my favourite part 
of going racing, at least for this time around, is the F1 Fantasy. I can put the sting in if you like, or you can just sing it. There you go. Uh, The F1 Fantasy League, we've got over 80 people in it. Uh, If you haven't joined yet, never fear, because it's we are giving away some merch, uh, things like this and our Legends Tea as well, at the end of the year. It'll be for the top three, but also for some best names throughout the season. So feel free to continue to change them, by the way, because we'll take notes of them through the year as we go on. Kenny, Uh, that's your job. And it's never... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like to do something for the podcast, mate, I'm that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but, Tommy T, you've prophet. got some awesome names to read out Firstly, so far. F1, if you could get an app that works, you dickheads, that'd oh, be great. seriously. I can't even get it on my computer. Second that. It's second so crap. I can't terrible. log in any time at all. Yeah. Let's look. Here comes the Sonoda. <laughs> <laughs> you've got some rippers, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, really good. Tick Tim Demolition Derby. <laughs> <laughs> Is that by any chance Dave Munnis? No, that's Nicholas H. Oh, nice. Oh, Nicholas, Nicholas H. H. I think I'm turning Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just you? Good turn. Raymond. Very good. Nikita Hass Wandering Fing. <laughs> 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 dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Very good. good. We've got some really good victims of Mazepin Helpline. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we've got some rippers, guys. <laughs> Keep it up. Man, I wish we had more uh, more organisation and we had this sorted, but... Campy for president still in there. That's so. the worst uh, one by far. Uh, that that should you. not... What's your name, Jim? Campy's new beanie fund. Because if you can see this, he's got a bloody <laughs> hole in the top of it. And Daniel Ficardo. Ficardo. I love that. Ficardo. I liked that one. Um, what was it? Tommy T out of context. <laughs> Campy is the best. <laughs> <laughs> That, that is always out of context. On. That can't uh, be a real what? thing. What? My one was uh, ain't no for stopping me from uh, stealing your missus. <laughs> 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 can't let it go. That's going to be the whole thing. Poor Danny Kvyat's and now a reserve driver for Alpine. So that's not even a great team to be a reserve driver for. Please. But look, stick it in my ass. <laughs> there, we'll finish with Great. that one. Stick it in my ass, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but please jump on for yourself to have a look yeah. at the names. And shout out to you if you're part of our F1 Fantasy League. Also, a shout out to you if you've recently started following us on Instagram. Uh, we literally just, it's popped on my phone. We've now got 400 followers, which is fantastic. It seems like a small number, but so we're actually, str- yes, it is. We're is actually, well, considering we were at like 263 two days or three days ago. I don't um, know anything about shout it. out to Formula God comments as well, uh, who helped us and partnering with us to, to do that. But we bloody love doing this sort of stuff. Um, we potentially had a big opportunity this year that fell through due to just people being unable to respond to emails, but that's okay. What we are loving doing though is more of this. So yeah. keep giving us your feedback. We're not always going to get it right, by the way. So yeah. if it looks terrible, you can say it looks terrible and we'll accept that. But if it, you know, we're, we're getting better and better. So please consider subscribing on YouTube. That helps a lot. Uh, and just follow us for all that sort of other stuff we're around. The Discord server, I said, is an awesome place to chat. We've got a Facebook Facebook group as well. Seriously, we're everywhere. So we will listen to you. We'll write back to you. Send us emails, DMs, all of it. We love. I mean, Campy won't because he doesn't understand how to do that. But I do send screenshots of stuff to him <laughs> and occasionally he responds. Sometimes we print it out. <laughs> I do get some good stuff from time to time. You do. You do. But I just don't care for it, and that's not a reflection of how I feel about the fans. But 
It is a bit, isn't it? Care for it. But we love it. And thank you so much for, for watching this episode. Boys, thank you for getting up early and watching Bahrain. This has been a lot of fun. It has. It's good. It's good to see your bloody faces again. It's nice to be in person to do yes. this. Uh, and thank you for listening and watching. And we'll see you next time for a race review at Imola. Yeah, when Jackie Boy gets the win and my 500 I put on him for the win, he's paying 16 bucks. Are we ready? All right, I'll turn this off. Sports Social Podcast Network.